0: Good day, everyone, and welcome back to the Positive Struggle podcast. Today, we have an important guest, an entrepreneur and writer of one of the most notable books, Builds to Serve. Today, we have Evan Carmichael in the house. Could you formally introduce yourself right now?
1: Positive Struggle. Let's go. I'm excited to be here. Uh, Entrepreneur, YouTuber, author, speaker. Pumped to talk about positivity on this show. Let's go, guys.
0: (laughs) So you talked about entrepreneur, YouTuber. So the first question, the first thing I ask people is, What drove you to that? What drove you to that place? What drove you to go to the YouTube space, the entrepreneurship space?
1: So I think your purpose comes from your pain. I think whatever you Mm. struggled with, you want to help other people through. So even for you guys, like starting this show, whatever you struggled with, you want to be an inspiration to other people. When you've struggled, when you've gone through something, you can either let that define you and then you complain for the rest of your life or you try to make it easier for other people who are currently struggling with the same thing that you struggled with. So Mm -hmm. for me, I'm a visual guy. I like to see things. I love videos. And so because Mm -hmm. I struggled so much as an entrepreneur, in my first business. I wanted to make it easier for other entrepreneurs not to struggle as much. And uh, because I love videos, I make videos.
0: Mm-hmm. So like, you know, many people, they encounter obstacles, they encounter challenges. Could you like mention some few um, challenges and how you overcame them?
1: I think the biggest one was when I was 19 and I just, I quit on my business, 1920. 20. Uh, just, I wasn't making any money. I wasn't working out. I was working every day and I felt worthless. And, um, I woke up the next day and I just said, I can't quit now. I'm going to regret it. If I don't, I'm I'm just imagine my life. Like when I'm super old, I look back on my life and say, if I quit now, I'm going to regret it. And so I have to keep going. Right? So you guys starting your shows, your podcasts, you know, speakers, people may say, 12 years old, you can't be a speaker. What do you know? You know, and nobody nobody around you has done that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's easy to get caught up in all the negative attitude as opposed to, no, if I, if I don't do this now, I'm going to regret it. I don't, I don't want to go off and do something. This is what I want to do. And, mm-hmm. and maybe it works out and maybe it doesn't, but I have to find
0: out for myself. Mm-hmm. My boy so, Torch Tech has a question for you.
2: Hello, Mr. Everton. No, we met earlier. So I, I like to ask you this question now. You've achieved so much in your career as a YouTuber, as a speaker, and as an author. Can you tell us just one thing you refer to as maybe your secret to success or your clue to your success?
1: Uh, it's every day getting up and doing it. You know, it's not just this one-off moment. I've done 6,000 videos on my YouTube channel, oh,
2: right? Wow. Like if,
1: if, if you guys want to, if you want to be a speaker, you want to be a podcaster. You, you don't just get up and speak once you get up and speak and you make another video and then you make another speech and then you make another video and it's every single day and a lot of those days maybe nobody's watching maybe nobody watches your first video your second video your eighth video but if that's your goal to be a speaker you every day you got to get up and and do it again and speak and speak and speak my first video on youtube was 11 years ago uh so basically almost like when you were born, it's my first video. You know, and uh, it was up for one year. Okay, one year the video was up, and I had three comments on that video. And the first was my mom, and the second comment was my older sister, and then the third comment was some random guy who I'd never met before. So, in in one year of my first video going up, I only had one person comment on that video. I, and it's, that's where most people quit. Where nobody's listening to your your podcast, nobody's watching videos, and nobody's showing up to hear you speak. That's where most people quit. And the thing that got me through was just, <laughs> I just kept going. Even though I wasn't very good, even though I wasn't getting results, I just kept going every single day, making content.
0: <laughs> Wait, so, okay, do you have a question, Torch said? So, um, just checking your channel, I noticed
2: like, your first set of videos when getting the millions of views. what what do you say is what do you say to someone that is struggling to be consistent? Yes,
1: yes. you have to remember why you're doing it and understand that you you're helping somebody. So what I used to do was um, I, w- I started off as a speaker before doing YouTube videos. So what I would find is when I when I went and did a speech, it'd be amazing and, and you help the people in the room and they love it and they come and talk to you afterwards and you feel so good that you help them. And then the next day you wake up and there's nobody to speak to and then you feel low and you don't have the motivation as much. So what I would do is I would take all the comments that I got and I would put it into a PowerPoint file and I would watch it every morning to remind myself that, that what I do is important so at the beginning you don't get a lot of results but you got some there's some people who are listening like if eight people download your episode that's eight people who now heard something and I would just try to picture these people and and remind myself that what I do matters to those eight people I may not be at a million yet or a million even for me seemed like too big a number a million I got one comment on my video I'm not thinking million Uh, so but I helped that one guy and so that's the constant reminders every day waking up and reminding yourself that hey some people are listening some people are being moved and so I need to keep going Wow
2: i, I totally agree with that you, when i had you on my podcast like three months ago you told yeah you told me to continue being consistent in my instagram continue being consistent i can say I can see the results right now so thank you very much for giving me that advice a long time ago
1: more man so- keep it up keep going <laughs> keep doing more i haven't seen you on my instagram lives in a while i saw you at the beginning but i nah, haven't seen
2: recently going. the time's over. the time's over i promise you, <laughs>
0: right. you, you, you talked about books and the people so do you, what, what were some people or some books that shaped you and kept you going do you have like some shape, some books or mentors that kept you going uh, I'm I'm much more
1: visual so the videos are the thing for me more than books I'll read books but there's no there's no go-to book that whenever I'm feeling low or motivated I need motivation I go to a book I'll go to I'll go to videos so um, and I've been I've been fortunate to go and learn from people who through my channel people who have never heard of right people who uh, you know, I'm from Canada. And so I know some Canadian entrepreneurs, I know some us entrepreneurs, but learning from even African entrepreneurs, man, I didn't know who Aliko Dangote was. I didn't know who, I didn't know who Strive Masigiwa was mm-hmm. right. Like I didn't know who these people were. Uh, but you know, if you love Aliko Dangote or you hate him either way, you can learn from him. He's had a ton of success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I've done is beat me being in Canada. I had never heard of him before and he's a legend you know in Africa but you walk down the streets of Indiana and say Ali Dangote and like nobody knows who he is right uh, and so that's what I that's where I get motivations like hey here's another chance to learn from somebody who's had success and he could teach me something right I can learn from Ali Dangote here in Canada even though you know I haven't met him personally and i didn't know of him before my youtube channel and i may never meet him and i may never go visit him but i can still learn from him and i love i love doing that i love learning from people who have something to teach me who i'd never heard of before and he's had a lot of success uh so that's that's what i always default to is in looking at okay not not necessarily a book but who's somebody new that i can learn from to make me a better evan carmichael
0: So you talked about learning from someone. So, you know, the same, your, your network That means your net worth. So what are some ways you could connect to more people and broaden your networking?
1: Well, I think you're already doing it. I think, I think you reach out with your story. I think the thing you guys have going for you is your youth, right? I'm, I'm a 12 year old motivational speaker. There aren't that many 12 year old motivational speakers, right? So, so you use it. You know, when I was 12, I had my first, business selling baseball cards and I would buy and sell baseball cards and and be negotiating with people who are 40 and 50 years old and I used my youth as an advantage right if if you were doing if you said if you were 35 years old of my age I turned 40 next month if you said hey I'm a 40 year old motivational speaker there's lots of 40 year old motivational speakers it's not that it's not that unique a story right so use what you've got use mm-hmm. use your youth to an advantage to say hey just basically what you did with me and then what you should mm-hmm. do is use my name use this episode to, to go get other people who recognize mm-hmm. my name yes, right yeah. so some people know me some people don't know me right in the entrepreneur mm-hmm. space people will probably know who i am in the makeup and beauty maybe not right but you use my name you say i'm an 11 year old motivational speaker 12 year old motivational speaker And we had Evan Carmichael on our show. We'd love to have you on our show to talk about X, Y, Z. And you just, and then as you get that next person, you use their name as well. (laughs) Keep using people's names to get to the next person that you want to get to, as well as your story.
0: Many people have asked this question. Some people have different opinion, but what is your own definition of success?
1: Uh, For me, it's, it's waking up and doing work that I feel is, is serving and valuable to others. Like, I want to wake up and feel like the work I do is important. I, I want to wake up. If I look at my calendar today and I'm talking to you guys, I want to feel like this podcast matters, that it matters to the both of you, that it matters to your audience, that, that you can use my name to go get other people. Like, I'm pumped. And I want to be able to look back. Uh, you know, when I'm super old and you guys are on the stage doing it, and crushing it (laughs) and to say yeah i remember when you were 12 man when you were 12 and i was on that show that you had that podcast, Mm -hmm. right like that gets me excited so Mm -hmm. that's success man it's it's waking up every day and feeling like the work that you do matters today
0: Mm -hmm. torch that you have any questions
2: i have i have i do have a question now i like to study the environment of people now i like to ask you some questions about the pictures you have just behind you
1: you want to know who they are
2: I'm sorry yeah. about them.
1: okay so we got steve jobs here started apple okay. we got ep yeah. e. janini here who's who started bank of america it's kind of hidden by the microphone uh we've got that's my parents and me it's can you see hold on yeah,
0: yeah there you, you go.
1: okay hmm. so i'm i'm like eight or nine years old how old are you touch tech 13 13 okay so i'm i'm eight or nine in this picture <laughs> and my parents uh and then Howard Schultz, who started Starbucks, and <laughs> Kanye West at the back.
2: <laughs> wow, so many reason why you keep those pictures on the wall, I may ask.
1: It's just a daily reminder to, to step up. These, they help me believe in myself more. So I walk in, mm-hmm. like your environment matters. So <laughs> even, even, you know, I'm wearing this. I have a mannequin behind me wearing the same thing. I feel like a superhero putting this (laughs) stuff on every morning. Right? So, so whether you put it on your background here, think about what's on your cell phone, like what's on the background in your cell phone, what's on the background of your computer, all of that stuff is a reminder. I call it a play bigger trigger. So when I walk in here, it's a trigger to play bigger. I want to play bigger. You want to play bigger. Just having that in your environment, like if it's Steve Jobs or Aliko D'Angote or whoever, just having them in your presence will make you want to play a bigger game compared to, otherwise it's just a boring gray wall. You know, it's just a gray wall. A gray wall is for me, it's super exciting. So I wanted to add, even though the pictures are still gray, these all mean something to me. And they may not mean anything to to you guys or my viewers or the people watching, but they mean something to me. When I walk in here, I want to do something bigger. And so I think it's a, a good strategy for people to follow.
2: Wow, I so- totally agree with that. That's, Sorry. That's the message I've been spreading. The things around you influence you a lot. What you see, mm-hmm. they be- what you yes
0: they, they, they really do so the, the next now to about your book so I, I see a book behind there so what's, what, what's the kind of inspiration or what's the motivation behind that book
1: so the new book is called built to serve the idea <laughs> is that if you are not happy it's because you're not serving so we want to serve. We want to help. If you're not happy, it's because you're not serving. You're not helping others. And, and some people want to serve the world, right? Like you guys, you want to serve a lot of people you want a lot of people to hear this interview. A lot of people to hear your message. Other people only want to, only want to help the closest people to them. They don't necessarily have a big mission, but they still want to serve. They're super family oriented, but if you're not happy, it's because you feel like you're not serving, you're not helping others. Back to the, your other question about definition of success. It's the same thing, serving and helping others equals success, equals <laughs> happiness. And so the book walks people through how to go off and start doing that.
0: Mm-hmm. So where are some platforms that people could get your book from?
1: Uh, Amazon is probably the easiest. If you want a signed mm-hmm. copy, you can get it from my website. Um, it's just evancarmichael.com, but otherwise Amazon, fastest way to get it out there.
0: So, wow. so. So do you have a question? Yes, I do. Hmm. What do you feel is
2: the secret to, like, many people have businesses online, they want to scale. What do you feel is the secret to scaling with your, like, YouTube, your social media, and all of that? What do you feel is the secret? Because you're big on all the platforms. The,
1: the secret to scaling anything is to bring on a team of people to help you. Even, even you guys, you're doing this together. You're doing this show together, right? You can get a lot more done by doing it together than just one person trying to do everything. The secret to starting is just starting, and that's you. And when you're just starting, you do everything yourself, awesome. But you can only go so far doing everything yourself. My channel started to scale, so we've got 25 people or so on the team. Uh, that allowed me, like having an editor for my videos allows me to make more videos. Because I suck at editing. And I don't want to edit. So having those people allow me to go a lot faster. Even in booking this interview, you you guys talk to my assistant. Yes. To find the time to make it work. Because that saves me time to having to say, hey, how about 2 o'clock or 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock or this day? There's so much back and forth. And if I was doing that, then I'm not doing other things. So the secret to scaling is always going to be how can I get better people around me who can help me build this thing that I want to build.
0: So you talked about age at a point in time. So what do you think, At what are some things that teenagers could do to invest in themselves and invest in that time?
1: Find, find uh, your heroes you look up to and study their success. So Again, whether it's Steve Jobs or Ali Dangote or Kanye or Evan or, or you guys, whatever, find people who you look up to because chances are the thing that you want to do as a teenager is not what your parents necessarily want you to do or not what they did. Mm. Like they did either you guys could have this podcast and where, Tosh, like, where are you? Where are you again? Are you in Nigeria?
2: In Nigeria, yes, yes Yeah, yeah.
1: He's in Nigeria. You know, you're from Nigeria but are in Indiana. Did either the two of you at 12 and 13 could then be doing a podcast with somebody in Canada? It's crazy, right? Like your parents when they were 12 and 13 could not do this. And so it's looking to people who are doing the thing that you have a dream to do and being around them constantly, being inspired by them constantly because chances are the people around you right now aren't doing the thing that you ultimately wanna do.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now you know you know many people deal with procrastination what is your first step to avoid procrastination so if you're if you're
1: procrastinating it's one of two reasons one uh, you don't want to do the thing yes, you just don't want to do it and and uh, long term you need to eliminate those things from your life mm-hmm. so for me editing videos I procrastinate on because i don't want to do them i don't want to edit videos and as a result i haven't edited a video in i don't know eight years or something <laughs> nine years i don't even know how to open the editing software anymore um so mm. Mm. if you don't want to do it then you have to think okay I, I need to find something else like if you're procrastinating over starting a podcast and you don't want to do it you're never gonna win trying to be a podcaster if you don't want to do a podcast So the answer for that is to not do it and move and go do something that you do love. The other reason to procrastinate is you're afraid to do it. You want to do it, but you're afraid you want to ask that guest on, but you're afraid they're going to say no. Right. And if that's the reason why you're procrastinating, then you have to go off and do it. You teach yourself that you do scary things. So the answer to procrastination is always action. It just depends. What's the source? Is it because you don't want to do it or because you're afraid to do it? If you don't want to do it, run away and go do something else. If you are afraid to do it, then run through because you have to do it.
2: Yes, okay, sir. So I agree with that one. Well, I was just reading the book, um, The Magic of Thinking Big, and he said the best cure for fear and procrastination is action. Yes. I, I agree with that. <laughs>
0: So, as I said earlier, this would be a short and engaging podcast. So, I and touched like we have one last question. So, my last question is, how do you find, like, the right opportunity and to pitch yourself to others? You know, at a young age, men, men might not believe in you. Men might not have trust in you. So, how do you pitch and give people the idea that you can be trusted at a young age?
1: You start off on something small. You find one small thing, and then you prove yourself. So whatever it is that you want to do, like even this, showing up—you guys showed up for the podcast. That's a, that's the first step. Uh, some people may not show up, or may not be prepared, or may not have their gear ready, or you know, great. Then you don't get a second chance a lot of times. So, if you want to build trust, trust doesn't just happen overnight with people. You build trust, and you build trust by doing the things you say you're going to do. So if you say, I'm going to do this, then you better go off and do that. And then when you come back and say, Hey, I'm going to do this next thing. They're more likely to trust you. So you just find some small thing, some small little thing that you can do for them and then go off and do it. And then they'll trust you to do the next thing and the next thing. And you slowly get bigger and bigger, and bigger things that you get responsibility of. Cause if you go in and say, Hey, I'm going to take over this whole thing for you. They may not trust you. I don't even know who you are. Why would I give that to you? Hmm but some small thing just to build it up and then the next step and the next step and every step along the way, following through and doing the things that you say you're gonna do is how you build that trust.
0: Before I wrap this up, Torch Deck has the final question. Torch Deck, could you give me a question? Our
2: signature question to end this off is, if you could step into our shoes as the people interviewing you, what question would you have asked yourself that we didn't? I would always
1: ask the question that I feel most helpful for me. The best thing you can do for all your future guests is ask questions that you personally care about, not the questions that you think your audience will care about. So instead of saying, how do we deal with procrastination next time? Ask the question, I'm struggling with procrastination over whatever. I'm not, I want to be a speaker but I'm not speaking enough.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm speaking once a month and I need to be speaking once a week and I'm afraid and I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Evan, what should I do? Mm -hmm. So you turn it into a coaching session for you. You make it personal. Have the, have the courage to share what you're struggling with right now Mm -hmm. and bring on guests who you think can help you through that struggle. And then that's the first question and every question that you ask, so you don't make it about the audience. You make it personal about you. And in helping you, you end up helping the audience.
2: Wow. So, that's, we, that's, have, that's,
0: that's so we have come to the end of the podcast. So um, the last thing is, where are some social media platforms where our listeners could reach you?
1: Evan Carmichael. Wherever, wherever you are, I'm probably hanging out.
2: Just look for Evan Carmichael.
0: And...